The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of on-demand audio for the whole family. Your kids or grandkids can listen to the popular radio drama Adventures in Odyssey and two-minute Bible stories called Quick Sticks whenever it suits you. Whether you're in the car for a few minutes or for a longer trip, these two programs will keep the kids entertained. New episodes are added every weekday in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Uh, Lyle, uh, first of all, the polls not moved. Uh, is that any surprise to you? Because there's been a bit of activity going on over the weekend, which we'll get to, but uh, your impressions on the polls? Yeah, not really surprised, Neil. As you said in the intro, they've been uh, neck and neck for some weeks now. But I think the, the crucial thing to note is that uh, in the seats that really matter uh, for Labor to, to be able to take government, uh, uh, they need to, to win back twenty more than 20 seats to get a majority in the House of Representatives. And in the key marginal seats in Western Sydney and Brisbane and in uh, Melbourne, uh, it doesn't seem like uh, Labor is doing enough to win over those crucial seat. It seems like the coalition is still ahead. So, so whilst a national poll might show neck and neck uh, in those key marginals, uh, the polling shows that uh, the coalition is, is ahead in those uh, seats which Labor must win in order to uh, cause a change of government. Well, Bill Shorten's certainly gone out of his way to try and uh, keep Labor in the race with these uh, thoughts and commentary that's saying it's inevitable that Labor's going to lose. And, of course, the campaign launch in Western Sydney yesterday, he was trying to keep the Labor fires alive. Yes, he was. And uh, he, he launched his campaign yesterday in uh, one of those key Western Sydney marginals, the seat of uh, Lindsay, held by Fiona Scott for the, the Liberals. Uh, and that is one that Labor would have to win if it's to form government. So no surprises that that's where they went for their cam- campaign launch. Um, but, uh, you know, with, with still two weeks to go, uh, despite um, despite uh, where the polls are now, anything could still happen in politics. Uh, but there's no doubt Bill Shorten is, is making a, a fairly um, a pitch to, I guess, his, his base and, and even to the extreme left of his base to try and pull some of those green votes. Uh, I'm not sure that this is a, a wise strategy because uh, it's not the seats that the Greens uh, have won off Labor that Labor needs to win. Labor needs to win back uh, middle Australia and pitching to the, the far left all the time on issues like uh, homosexual marriage um, and uh, class warfare issues uh, are not the way uh, to win back middle Australia. Well, there were some mentions of the marriage plebiscite and on the issue of same-sex marriage in the uh, campaign launch yesterday. Uh, what were your thoughts on some of the things said? Oh, I've been very disappointed by what I've heard Mr Shorten say over the weekend, firstly starting with his uh, Facebook live debate on Friday night uh, with the Prime Minister where Mr Shorten um, linked uh, those of us who support marriage between a man and a woman and, and are keen to have our say in a people's vote or plebiscite. He linked us with uh, the Orlando shooter. Now, that's just uh, despicable to suggest that uh, people uh, who, who hold our views on marriage are somehow fermenting the sort of hate that could lead to a mass murder uh, of people is just uh, horrendous uh, emotional manipulation of the debate and really designed to try and silence us. And then um, Mr Shorten uh, did it again, or did something similar again at his campaign launch in Lindsay uh, yesterday, where he said that the marriage plebiscite would unleash homophobia in the community. Now, again, that's just a terrible slur 
designed to create fear and intimidation on people to stop them wanting to speak and participate in the debate. I mean, believing that marriage is between a man and a woman, believing that children have the right wherever possible to their mum and dad is not homophobic, it's not hatred, it's not bigotry. It's a very legitimate and reasonable position for people to hold and to want to put forward in the public square. But if we're to be labelled a homophobe, as Mr Shorten uh, continually labels us, um, that's a really unfortunate development in Australian politics where you've got an aspiring Prime Minister uh, slurring his fellow Australians uh, of goodwill on a, on a different side of the debate to what he's on. Well, it's something to be expected in the time to come in the lead-up to a plebiscite here in Australia on marriage because, uh, as you say, Bill Shorten, uh, in fact, calling it a taxpayer-funded platform for homophobia. Uh, it is really, it's, it's a, a foretaste of what's to come by way of insults. Uh, absolutely. And um, the, the ironic thing about this is that those of us on our side of the debate have been very respectful for, for years and years of this debate has been um, pushed by uh, the gay lobbyists who, who have relentlessly tried to get this through the parliament more than 17 times and failed. Um, and and uh, we've, we've acted with great respect and um, honour of uh, those who hold a different view. Uh, and yet uh, it seems that no matter what we say, no matter what argument we, we put up in the public square, that's seen as hatred and homophobia. Now, that's just a, a really low blow, and, and it is designed to, to silence people. And, and uh, quite frankly, it's unbecoming of someone who, who seeks to lead our country. And uh, I'm very disappointed in it, and I think um, we've all got to really push back on this sort of thing uh, so that um, we aren't silenced uh, in, in what is a really important debate about the future of our nation. Because make no mistake, Neil... Uh, same-sex marriage, you know, genderless marriage is a, is a package deal with the same safe schools uh, program, which teaches our children that their gender is fluid. Uh, these things go together, and uh, it's quite reasonable for parents and uh, and citizens to be concerned about these things and to want to be able to speak about them in the public square without being labelled as bigots, homophobes, or haters. Mm. And anyone who stands for marriage between a man and a woman uh, certainly would be and perhaps ought to be a little offended by the idea of being aligned with the Orlando shooter. On uh, uh, so Very significant things have been happening and uh, concerns there for the way that people who we hope will be statesmen uh, who will govern for all Australians uh, would be trying to put people offside. There's, there's another uh, issue that's come to light over the weekend, Lyle. A federal Labor candidate has resigned after being exposed as a supporter of a radical Islamist group. Uh, who's on the record of saying that same-sex marriage is not permissible under Islam. Uh, your thoughts on uh, Christian Kandi, I think his name is. Yeah, Neil, I've just, um, like everyone, just seen the media reporting. But, but if all he's said is, uh, is to re- repeat what, what uh, the religion of Islam says about same-sex marriage and, and homosexuality and that it's not permitted under that religion, um, well, that's no big deal. I mean, lots of religions have have that point of view, including the Christian religion. Where some of our um, Islamic uh, people in Australia have have got into trouble over the last week or so is where some of their sheikhs have been saying that uh, homosexuality should be punished by death. Now, that is very extreme, and uh, that's certainly not the Christian position. And uh, I'd suggest that this uh, candidate, by his alignment uh, with uh, some uh, Muslim imams, uh, has got himself caught up uh, in, in this extremist uh, position, but um, 
you know, religion should be able to quite freely hold the, the view that um, homosexuality is not permitted under their voluntary moral code in the same way that um, adultery and fornication is not permitted under many religious uh, moral codes, including Christianity's. Uh, but it is this extremist element uh, in radical Islam, which says that homosexuals should be put to death. And there's a whole a bunch of things that go with uh, extreme uh, interpretations of Sharia law. And some would say not even extreme t- interpretation, just the basic interpretation uh, of Sharia law that uh, does call for the death of, of homosexuals, uh, of Christians and Jews and, and others. Uh, so um, I think there's certainly you know some issues to, to uh, look at uh, in regard to those issues within Islam. Well, there's two weeks to go in the campaign, Lyle, and things are starting to heat up. And once you've had campaign launches and, uh, you know, there's a debate or three that have been had now, uh, things are starting to get a little bit more interesting. Uh, You've got Labor campaigning uh, on the idea of, uh, you know, privatising Medicare and uh, the denials from the coalition. You've got uh, Labor accused of having a war on business and uh, all sorts of denials. So there's plenty of room for people not telling the truth and telling lots of lies in the coming election. And there is a sense, isn't there, in which political parties on both sides will say whatever they will say to get a headline and uh, not necessarily uh, basing all of those things on what we might think is truthful. Uh, What are your predictions for the next couple of weeks? Yeah, I think uh, as we get closer to to July 2, to the poll date, uh, you'll see... Uh, both sides uh, become shriller and shriller in their claims and, and counterclaims. Uh, it, it's pretty desperate stakes. And as you said uh, in the introduction, you know, the polls are, uh, are neck and neck. So there's a lot at stake here. And um, the parties will, will do and say anything to try and get, get cut through. And so yeah, Labor's running this campaign that the, the coalition plans to privatise Medicare. I see the Treasurer, Scott Morrison, out this morning saying uh, that's about as likely as... Uh, as the government selling the Sydney Opera House, so so he's trying to you know meet this uh, scare campaign with with ridicule. Uh, I think you'll see a lot more of of this sort of hyperbolic language over the next uh, couple of weeks. And uh, just quickly, coming back to the marriage issue, which uh, for a lot of Christians and a lot of people who see uh, not climate change but culture change as the major issue facing the nation, uh, there are those uh, commentators on this program, Lyle, who've been saying that. Even though there is the idea of a plebiscite beyond the election, sometime perhaps later this year, uh, that we ought not to avoid the idea that this actual election is something of a a vote for or against marriage, that it is really one of the central platforms that is on show here because Labor's promise is that if they're elected within 100 days, there will be same-sex marriage. So uh, there is a sense, isn't there, that uh, that this is like a referendum on marriage uh, coming into this election? Very much so, Neil. I think this is the most significant uh, election in a a generation. Not only have you got uh, Labor saying it's going to change the definition of marriage uh, within 100 days, but also they are pledging to fund this safe schools program, which teaches our children that their gender is fluid, which even uh, advocates and, and promotes the idea that sex change operations should be permissible for minors. And uh, Labor is even going into this election campaign uh, promising to taxpayer funding for uh, gender reassignment surgery. Now, these are the most bizarre, extreme, uh, ideologically driven policies uh, I've ever seen a major political party take to an election. So I think we need to think very, very carefully about how we vote. And uh, the whole rainbow political agenda, it's a package deal of same-sex marriage, genderless marriage, gender theory to our children, 
uh, in schools. Um, so we need to think very, very hard about how we cast our vote this election. It is a choice uh, between uh, the coalition, which is promising to give the people a say on marriage. The coalition is promising to defund safe schools. Uh, Labor is promising the opposite on each. Uh, we won't tell people who to vote for, but we do want to make sure that people know what the choices are at this election. And it's a crucial one which will determine the character of our nation uh, for generations to come. And Lyle, the idea of uh, meet your uh, meet your candidate forums, uh, you guys have been running a number of those around the nation. Uh, have you got any report on how they've been going? Yeah, they've been going really, really well, uh, Neil. Um, Wendy Francis has had a number up in Queensland with uh, more than 100 uh, people in attendance. In fact, one had 195. Mark Brown down in Tassie has had uh, good numbers, over 100 at his, and we've even uh, launched in WA last week with uh, with more uh, this week. So uh, people can go to our website to see details of where there's a Meet Your Candidate forum in their local area. But, uh, Neil, what we've noticed is that this safe school issue is a hot topic at each of these forums. And uh, we're finding that some of uh, our friends from Labor are in denial about what's actually in the program, that they seem to be denying uh, some of the material, which, which is all there on the website, easily accessible. Um, but uh, it does seem like um, you know, some of the candidates get uh, a bit riled and a bit upset uh, when they're asked questions about the material that's in safe schools. And uh, I think um, a lot of Labor candidates and, and parliamentarians really uh, haven't done their homework on what it is they're proposing uh, to, to do to children if they win government. And there's a number of surveys and uh, tables that people can look at to get an impression as to what the parties and what the candidates believe. Uh, Are there any of those ones that you're promoting, Lyle? Yes, there is, Neil. Um, Just today uh, we've launched um, our uh, election guide and uh, it's uh, available on our website, acl.org.au. If uh, people go to the federal election uh, button on the website. Um, there is a downloadable PDF document in full colour which uh, explains uh, Labor's rainbow agenda uh, for this election. And uh, it's quite shocking and quite frightening. We were shocked even in putting this material together as we resourced it. But we want everyone to know what's at stake. So we've actually posted um, 30,000 printed copies out to supporters around the nation. We've put this printable PDF on the website and I'd encourage people to download it, to share it on Facebook and other social media, and even to ask uh, their pastors if they might um, allow them to uh, hand out the printouts of this election guide uh, out at church on Sunday. It's a really good resource, and it does help uh, explain uh, really what's at stake, particularly with marriage and safe schools uh, at this election. Well, there are certainly plenty of resources available as easily as simply downloading something or sharing it in social media, uh, passing it around to friends, uh, and uh, really you're actually not even taking a side in politics in some sense by passing those around, but really alerting people to where the different parties stand in the lead-up to the election. And I'll point people to the Australian Christian Lobby website. Lyle Shelton is the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby, and you can go to the ACL website and download uh, that detail and also inform yourself about a whole lot of issues from a Christian perspective. Uh, Lyle Shelton, great getting your insights as usual. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thanks a lot, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. 
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.